0: It's actually a good thing that we didn't do this yesterday because I know how you said that I need to get into the 12, and mm-hmm. I, I think I let you down there. I did not get much further into the 12.
1: N- nice work.
0: I, I know. I mean, I intended to be further in. I intended to read for a couple hours yesterday, and I was on my bed reading, and I, I have this thing now where I can only read by natural light. I guess I. guess Oh, tri- my God. Well, I, I tried it once, and I loved it. And I have such trouble focusing anyway that I can't... This is like my Zen reading state is if I find some natural light and I get the temperature exactly at 72 degrees. You know, it's a whole thing. Oh, it's,
1: it's a whole... whole. Have you gotten to Last Stand in Denver, though?
0: Last Stand in Denver is a super baller. I already can tell that. Oh, my God. Oh he is my so God. cool. He is so
1: awesome. He just so sits awesome. there and he snipes vampires. Oh, my God. Right. He's amazing.
0: But the reason I didn't get further yesterday was... And this is just telling about my life and how it goes... I'm, you were right, you, I'm, you were you were touched? <laughs> well, so I was touched by other people's eyes. Probably, I was leaning against where I read as I sit on my bed, and it's, I'm very I have my back kind of up against the window, or right adjacent to the window. Okay. And the window okay. is open because I like the natural light. But yesterday I was so tired that about after 10 minutes, I I was like, okay, I was, I'm was having trouble focusing. I put my head down on the pillow, and it was dark when I lifted it up. So I lost like all of my natural light reading time. Not only that, but I was positioned such that my butt was the – if anybody had walked by my window or looked in my window, they would just see my butt. It was like sticking out, and that was, that was what they saw. I don't like them looking in to begin with because it's like this is my area. What, what floor are you on? I'm on the second floor.
1: Oh, so no, so unless Yao Ming and his <laughs> really tall brother stand on each other's <laughs> shoulders, no one's going to look at your butt? I'm like
0: I'm like opposite the mailbox. This is on the north side though. You probably didn't ever venture. This is, like the ghetto side. You probably didn't ever venture over here very much.
1: Oh, so you're not on the side that I that, that I lived on. I'm on the north I'm on the
0: creepo, like lonely side.
1: Hmm. So, which is so fine. you
0: remember where where I was placed? You're on the other side of the water? I'm on the opposite side of the uh <laughs> the lake, the pond, the <laughs> the detention pond, whatever it is, I don't know.
1: How are you liking the apartment? I mean it's it's good. What a what a <laughs> bringing endorsement.
0: It's fine. I have one large complaint: is that the person above me, I'm pretty sure, takes about seven showers a day, and okay. they're not. They don't make a lot of noise, but whenever they shower, that makes a lot of noise. Mm. Even if it was like a couple, you know, I, I can't imagine. It's. I'm sure it's the same size as this one. It's a single person's apartment. So, so I maybe don't...
1: seven people live in
0: it. <laughs> it's a crackdown. And, but no, they wouldn't bathe then if it was a crack den. Anyway, they take like 11 showers a day at the weirdest times. I mean, they'll, they'll take weirdly timed... Pretty much whenever I put a movie in is when they take a shower. They can like sense that I'm settling down and I need to be immersed in something, and then they shower. That's how it goes. That's the only real complaint. <laughs> well, that's not bad. That's not terrible. I'm finally getting my shit squared away where I have maybe some furniture hopefully soon. I'm going to go to Houston in a couple weekends. I'm going to pick up some chairs... Nice. It'll be a whole thing, but I'll finally have some chairs, and I'll be set up. I can entertain hey. at my place.
1: Hey, party. Party, party at, at Will's. Party at Will's place. Are you going to invite any fun coworkers? Pff, yeah, I got a bunch of those. Any, any lady friends? Yeah, lady friends. How what, was about, that, what was that one? Elvira? Or, yeah, Elvira. I, I work M- with Elvira. Emsburg M- or something like that? Or <laughs> Habsburg? Like- Johannesburg,
0: Johannesburg. It, 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 it was
1: Johannesburg. That girl, Johannesburg. Okay.
0: <laughs> Johann Sebastian Berg <laughs> was her name. That's an uh, epic name. <laughs> it's a really crazy. It's a family name. It's it kind of goes back. Otherwise, oh by the way, the uh, the date is what the hell's the date? Was it the twenty fourth? And, yeah. uh, yep, yep, and the podcast is called Podsidon? It is ten
1: backslash twenty four backslash two
0: thousand and twelve. Yep, yeah, And the podcast is called Podsidon, And and it's a podcast where you listen to things, and and that's what you do with the podcast, right? I, to clarify for people who are you know people who aren't sure what's happening
1: right now, please. Do not try to eat this podcast. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Just listen to it. There's, I bet. You cannot eat this. Very poisonous.
0: Can I get, uh, can I get white bread and uh, a little spread of podcidin? Just, just toast mm. toast and podcidin.
1: A little tangy pod
0: A little tangy, liquefied podcidin. Oh,
1: my God. Like
0: a gelatinous podsidon.
1: Ooh, ooh, there it is.
0: Hey, speaking of things that are tasty and tangy and gelatinous, I, I've been going to Starbucks. Okay.
1: Okay. I was super nervous with what you were going to say. <laughs> well, speaking my of things life. that are
0: tangy and gelatinous, semen. Hey! Well, I went to Starbucks. Starbucks. I had talked about... I'm going there. on a previous. <laughs> I had talked about on a previous show that I found a Starbucks gift card in my wallet. And okay. long story short, I guess I finally decided that I needed to use this card. Probably smart. But I didn't know what... To, to get there. I don't know what is on the menu. And I, and I went on their website, and I, like, explored their menu. But by the time I went into one, I had forgotten everything I saw on the website. And it's really overwhelming, like, all the choices. and.
1: I'm going to go ahead and say something really fast. Um, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, going on Starbucks' website to look at their menu. Uh, you know, I don't this know what like, – the... <laughs> This isn't like a uh, – did you go to Yelp? Urban Sp- <laughs> did you go to Urban Spoon and look up reviews? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I wonder if, if this mass-marketed <laughs> – Sausage wrap is super delicious. Well, I didn't
0: even try anything like that. I was just in the market for a beverage.
1: If I had even dipped okay. into
0: all their foodstuffs and their catering. Oh do they God. do catering? I don't know what they do. Do they do parties? I don't know. But the first thing I tried, I had a, it turned out to be a $10 gift card, but I didn't know that going in. So I was just going to get one beverage. But I got, okay. I got a – I can't really remember it now, but it was a Frappuccino. Ooh, um, tasty. Okay, well, uh, it was a frappuccino. It was an iced frappuccino. That may be the only kind you can get. It that was is definitely a, the only kind. <laughs> it, was a, it
1: was a very Did warm... Did you get that? Did you get with an iced popsicle?
0: It was like a mocha, light mocha frappa vanilla. I don't know what I got. I can't remember. But it, it had whipped cream, and there was a lot of ice and coffee. Right. And it had been years since I had one of these, so I don't know if the recipes changed. I had forgotten what it was.
1: The head chef
0: back there experiments. Right. Wolfgang Starbucks. They, I don't... I don't think it was very good. Okay. It's, no, it's, like, it's nothing. It la- okay, so it's so short. It's like gum. The flavor should be measured in minutes, not in, like, flavor units. It lasts, like, five to six minutes before it's just wa- ice water. That's true. So you have to either consume it really quickly, which isn't necessarily what you want to do, or you just, here, here's a $4 ice water. Why do people get these things?
1: There's a there's a salted caramel one that is pretty ridiculously amazing. Um Salted? Yes, yeah, salted so have you do you do you know of this salt and caramel combination? Which is sweeping the nation? <laughs> it is. It's 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 like the plague. Um, it's unbelievably awesome. Alright. Well what is Although what's the story with That is not why the the comparison to the plague was made. Not the awesomeness <laughs> of it, but it's 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 ability to sweep the populace. Nothing more awesome than plague. So so here's the deal. Yeah. It's a very well-known combination when you combine, like, sweet and salty. Well, all caramel is is cooked sugar. So they do this where they add a little bit of salt to this caramel frappuccino beverage. It's called the Salted Caramel Mocha. Okay. And it is quite spectacular. Okay. That's 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 a go-to.
0: Because here's, here's what I got as my second. I told you it was a $10 gift card. Right. So I went back and I said, well, this is this frappuccino stuff is nonsense. I need to get another beverage. Again, I forgot. Done, I did more research and again, I forgot it. The next time I was It's kind of weird how you know there's a Starbucks everywhere, but when you're actually looking for one, there's there's not one around. Right. It's like you think that but the there's se- a star- But
1: the second you don't want to go, there's like seven in the same Starbucks. There are seven Starbucks in the same starbucks
0: (laughs) i was gonna ask yeah it's a crazy starbucks there's seven kitchens in this one building right it's like a seven point it's like a seven-sided building each side has like a kitchen and a barista and an everything but a a barista uh uh, well it could be a man
1: i think they're all universally baristas i don't think there's a barista
0: i okay well, you, you would know more than I. You, you have some that's experience true. with that's making true. people's drinks. So.
1: Well, in, in general, in general, I, I know more than you do, just in general. So we'll go with my thoughts. <laughs> okay, that's a good point as well. Okay, so anyway, you, you got a second beverage. I got a second. This is a, was... this is
0: a different trip, though. But I got a, uh, what is it? A, a, was it a caramel macchiato? Ooh. A macchiato. Now, and what that's a... a really flashy name. With a name oh, with very, a name like very, that it needs to knock me on my ass, okay? The Ferrari of, of
1: of beverages.
0: I did like it. So the interesting thing about the Macchiato, and it's I think the clever thing, is that when I get it, it's like, okay, well this this tastes a lot like coffee. But as you normally when you get a drink, as you go through it, it gets less and less satisfying. But the macchiato Gets more and more satisfying as you reach the bottom of the thing because all the caramel, caramel all the
1: caramel's down there, yeah, is has
0: settled on the bottom of the thing, and then the last shot is like a hit. It's like a you're like mainlining caramel.
1: Yes. Well, are you supposed to inject it into your veins?
0: Uh, well, if
1: so I, I've been drinking it very wrong.
0: I did get out a syringe, but that was for something else. It doesn't matter. It was for oh. something else. At any rate, the the end of the story is, I mean, my gift card is spent now. So I won't it's not like I'm gonna be going back anytime soon, but if I ever have to go to Starbucks, I now have a go-to beverage. I don't have to worry about what I'm gonna get, which had long been the reason that I had never gone in one is because it's so overwhelming.
1: That's true. Because I mean See, I knew I, I did, couldn't I
0: knew I couldn't get like a coffee, because that's ridiculous.
1: Right. right. What I do at the Starbucks is I I have a like I usually will get um there are any of their themed beverages. So for okay. the seasons, for the most part, they do themed beverages. For example, now it's it's pumpkin and and whatnot. Right. Which which is the world's greatest thing. Okay. Right. Things. I remember that you're into those, right? Oh, I am into it. Oh, I am I'm into it. I'm on top of it. I'm underneath it. I'm I'm around it. I'm outside of it. Uh-huh. Pumpkin is like the world's. It's just amazing. You are inundated with pumpkin. Oh, and and I love it. Right. I just love it. It's rain and pumpkin, hallelujah! <laughs> it's rain and pumpkin okay, as that, 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 well. Was that the B side of the Paul Schaefer hit? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So anyway, so that's what I get now. I mean, it's it's not even. I don't even glance at the menu. No. I walk in. and I just, I'm, you know, I I I'm act cool. I'm like, hey, <laughs> sweetie, get me a yeah. pumpkin spiced latte.
0: This is you ordering a, a Starbucks in a film noir. I think is. <laughs> That's what exactly. You hey, Dame. <laughs> hey, hey, Dame. Use your sticks over there to go get me a.
1: There's a real Chinese angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, well, that's. I think that's inside enough. Hey, speaking of Chinese angles. Hello. Um, I don't. I don't have a real segue for that. But I saw something. Do you remember the book The Giver?
1: Yes.
0: I'm assuming that that book was some part of your adolescence, probably in school.
1: Um. Yes.
0: Okay. The Giver, as it turns out, was a series. I didn't know this.
1: Yeah, I ju- I actually Wikipedia'd it like three weeks ago because we were talking about it, and I found out that it was a part of a series as well. Just then, shockingly, right?
0: I know all I know is that the fourth book just came out.
1: I feel like The Giver has sold like a billion copies.
0: Yeah, it's sold many.
1: Every other book in that series has sold like a total of eight.
0: I don't think anybody know. Yeah, I don't think anyone knows it's actually a series. Right. Do you have, like, strong memories of that book? Do you—because I can't really remember what it was, but I know that I read it.
1: I I know the very basic premise, but I have real no attachment to it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I don't think I do either. I have a memory from seventh grade when we were reading the book as a class. And I can't really remember what happens at the end of it, but this is— I mean, I think we've reached the statute of limitations, but, you know, spoiler alert (laughs) for the giver. (laughs) There's something that happens at the end. There's some sort of supernatural event that happens at the end. Right. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember that as a class we were trying to come up with an explanation for it or come up with some sort of theory about what had happened. This is seventh grade, and I'm in, like I guess, the height of my attention needing. And I I proposed a theory with everyone listening to me about how at the end of the book – so I think the main character was called Jonas – and he, he undergoes some sort of a trauma or like a weird event while he's traveling. And then the very end of the book is he sees like a town. My explanation for this, whatever explanation we needed, my explanation was that all of the psychic energy that had been absorbed in his brain from all these visions he was having right, caused like an explosion in the space-time continuum. And then he time-traveled back before the sort of dystopia had started, and this was his village, but in the past, uh, and then he was going back to avert that future. Right. Now, I don't really remember, but there's almost certainly no evidence of that in the book, (laughs) but there also wasn't anything that specifically ruled it out, and so I think this is why I came up with that. Right. In front of—and now, this sort of behavior really endeared me to the other students in the class, of course— I mean, oh, uh,
1: I I imagine
0: I that was that's what I remember about The Giver. But I just I I saw that a fourth book was coming out and that's what made me think of that.
1: I wonder what she still has left to write about. I don't know. I guess I I, I don't know why I assume the author was a she. Uh,
0: (laughs) No, it is. It was. Yeah, it was. uh, Was it uh, was it a woman? Lois Lowry was her name. I don't know why I remember that. But Lois Lowry.
1: Nice work. (laughs) <laughs> then my my brain was my brain was not I'm going to wait uh, for off. the
0: I'm going to wait for the applause of the listening audience.
1: The, the thing I do remember from the giver was that it seemed like a very contained story. I don't I don't see where four books fit. No, you know, I don't you know I don't know, know what, know what I mean?
0: they're about. I don't know if they still involve
1: Jonas, but uh His Name's but, uh, Jonas. Yeah. speaking right, yeah. speaking of books, okay. uh, I wanted to bring this up with you. Yeah. So you know J.K. Rowling
0: the, I've heard of the her,
1: author of the, of the. Um,
0: that is a her. I'm assuming it's a her.
1: J.K. Rowling, yes, the yeah. author of the uh, the the hit series, Harry Potter.
0: Mm-hmm. Henry Porter.
1: Henry Porter, and the Socrates Stone. I believe <laughs> the first
0: one. <laughs> That's right. He operates the elevator. It's a whole thing.
1: It's pretty amazing. Yeah. She came out with a new book. Right. It is not a Harry. It's not a Harry Potter book. It's called The Casual Vacancy. And I wanted <laughs> to. I, I <laughs> remember was, I read which was
0: incidentally my nickname in high school. I think was. <laughs>
1: The, the casual vacancy <laughs> yeah that's you were you were you were cool about not being there i like that um so i wanted to read you a few reviews right
0: all right sounds good
1: um so basically the the general gist uh, some people say it's decent some people say it's it's awful it's okay mixed the General reception. gist is it's nowhere near as good as harry potter that's right. the general gist when you do something that is as well known as harry potter
0: general gist reporting for duty
1: I, don't, I didn't hear what you said. It sounded stupid. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> so let me read you a few of these, uh, a few uh, lines from reviews, and then I want to read you the top five quotes from okay. the book. Okay. Here, here are some of my favorite review quotes. All right. J.K. Rowling has gone from Potter to Potty Mouth. <laughs> Evidently, it's kind of a raunchy book. Okay. Uh, the book, this is one of my favorite reviews because it's the most uh, mediocre thing you can ever say. <laughs> this new book is not dreadful it's just <laughs> dull. wait wait no it's not dreadful it's just dull okay <laughs> um, there's a little bit of
0: alliteration there happening too so it's like they're, it's catchy
1: i yeah i enjoy this and this is the last uh um here we go i like this all the characters are fairly horrible or suicidally miserable or dead <laughs>
0: Sounds like a crazy book. I think I need to read this.
1: I just enjoy this. There are three options. Right. Uh, fairly horrible. <laughs> fairly okay. horrible. Suicidally miserable. Uh-oh. Uh- <laughs> or just dead. I don't know how you have a character that's just dead.
0: He's just dead. He's dead as fuck.
1: Right. <laughs> um, here are the top five best quotes from J.K. Rowling's The Casual Vacancy. All right. This is Number something. One. She, her, her words. She wrote this. Right. Look at that miraculously unguarded vagina. What? <laughs> I enjoy that one. It's not guarded. Look at Hello that. Over, over that hill, there's an
0: enormous unguarded vagina. <laughs> the, <laughs> Let's storm the, the vagina. The, the, <laughs>
1: the, the, the drawbridge is down. The gate is open.
0: <laughs> Come on, man. This is our only chance.
1: Come on in. Yeah. All right. This, this one's fantastic. The leathery skin of her upper cleavage Whoa. radiated little cracks <laughs> that no longer vanished when decompressed.
0: What the fuck is this book mm. about?
1: It's about private, private parts.
0: Dead leathery vaginas. Yeah.
1: Here's, I think this is just a brilliantly worded line. Okay. It connects two very disparate parts, and it's just it's it's just done in, with such fluidity and beauty. Okay. With such a verve. With with vim and vigor, <laughs> I enjoy it. That's right. Uh, he stood there with an ache in his heart and in his balls.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I had a nickel.
1: This might be the greatest line, though. Okay. And, and, and in brackets here, she's describing a used condom on the ground, glistening in the grass beside her feet, like the gossamer cocoon of some huge grub.
0: <laughs> um, J.K. Rowling, are you doing all right?
1: Right. Number one, I, I like the I like the fact that this is alluding to this man's penis as a large grub. <laughs> Oh, that's vile. Yes. Oh there's one more uh in the on the list. I think that last one was the best, but this is the this is the fifth. Yeah. He rolled off of her, peeled off the condom and threw it aside, then zipped himself up, feeling jittery jittery, looking around to check that they were definitely alone.
0: <laughs> Probably should have done that maybe before you <laughs> engaged in whatever act you were just engaged right. in. I
1: I do like that they are um you know checking the, that the coast is clear post-coitus. Right.
0: Got to do the post-coital check, yeah. <laughs> Those are pretty choice. That makes me... While we're talking about uh, books, I wasn't even, even going to bring this up because I know this is low-hanging fruit, but I, but I had to go into it a little bit.
1: All right, bring it on. Sakatumi, to me!
0: <laughs> Alex Cross. Um, oh, yes. I wasn't even going to go into this, but then I saw that Matthew Fox... Is the villain in Alex Cross? did you know that?
1: I have seen the tra- Have you seen the trailer?
0: I did see the trailer. Oh, the trailer was excellent. I mean, I went to go watch the trailer because trailers are basically the whole movie these days, and I know I'm not going to go see the movie because it's probably wretched, but
1: oh, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> but Matthew Fox is he's in this trailer and he's all tatted up and he's got like he's firing rocket launchers. And he's saying yeah, things throwing like...
1: throwing tiny bombs across tables. Yeah, like, he's, like, he's
0: like throwing bombs that are hidden on his body. And right.
1: he's, he's he's evil Batman.
0: I'm fascinated by pain. And he's like, it's like, Mr. Cross, you have a very attractive wife. And I'm like, Matthew Fox, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. How did this very, happen? Very odd.
0: You know, inflicting pain is a crucial part of my true calling. Shut up! What, you, what is this what are you what are you talking about?
1: It's clearly trying to to make him terrifying, but I can't help I can't help. You know what my first thought was he goes in the trailer. He goes through all of these these machinations. He's like, "Ooh, I'm sniping your wife." Right. That's <laughs> so a good voice. I'm not terrified. The only thing I can think is he looks very thin. He if did. Was his, yeah. If I was his mother, I would say, "Eat something. You need to eat something." Fox. Yeah. Have a steak. You're so thin. Right. It's never good in the middle of a thriller when I am concerned about the health of the villain.
0: Yeah, like, like you're the assessing phys- his... the physical
1: health of the actor. Of the, of the guy <laughs>
0: playing the antagonist, right. Right. We clearly haven't kept my attention in the, in the trailer. So then I read like a review of the movie that said he was in a, He's not like a serial killer. He's an assassin. He's like a highly paid, highly trained ex-military assassin. But he like cuts off his victim's fingers and he leaves little drawings at crime scenes or at his murder scenes. Like what kind of an assassin I don't know. There's a lot about this movie that is not adding up. I don't know, but when I saw that it was Matthew Fox, I was just like, "Really? Can't you just like chill in Iowa for the rest of your life?" Shouldn't that be the plan at this point?
1: It's very odd. What is I don't the know.
0: how do you how do you read the script for that movie? I mean, I, I guess you don't, right? You just, you don't, you just need, you want to work and you so you just tell your agent, right. here, get me a movie.
1: Exactly. No, I assume, I assume it is, oh, there is a script? Awesome. And that's as far as you go.
0: Does he just need to work? I, I mean, I guess he just, that must be, he doesn't need to, but he just wants to work, I guess. That's fine. I don't know. It's just disappointing.
1: I want I want to tell you another thing. Since we're in the movie movie biz, that I I, I saw today that just made me guffaw in my office. <laughs> it was it was an article and it was titled "Tom Hanks is the Everyman." I was like, okay. So and I had a picture of Tom Hanks. I was like, all right, h- hey Tom. Uh, so I, I click on the how's it going, Tom? The article and it, and the first line. And I'm not exaggerating. The first line said, "Tom Hanks <laughs> is an is an averagely att- attractive." Unoffensive white man. <laughs> that was that is enough to make him an everyman. He's not offensive.
0: He's averagely He's attractive.
1: Of average attractiveness. Of
0: mediocre attractiveness. I,
1: just, I enjoyed that line. It well, was just what a great first line for an article.
0: Isn't he in trouble right now? Did I read correctly that he like he dropped an F bomb on Good Morning America? Ooh. I don't know. But it seemed like there was absolutely no reason to use the word. It wasn't like he was angry or like, he was just saying sentences. He was like, I guess he was acting or something. And then he's, like, doing a character, and, he go, and all of a sudden he goes, well, fuck. And I'm like, it's Good Morning America.
1: Tom Hanks, yeah, Tom Hanks dropped the F-bomb. He told Elizabeth Vargas that if that if she asked him to speak as one of the approximately 75 characters, he assumes, what?
0: Yeah, what does that, that, that he mean? Might,
1: he might utter a profanity. Because I you know when adopting certain characters, it's impossible not to curse. I yeah. What is that about? He oh my god! I hate this. <laughs> he said. He said. I'm sorry. I slipped into a brand of acting. Ay ay ay. I that makes me so angry. What is that? That means nothing. You know the movie Marathon Man, right? Uh yeah yeah I do know that movie. It's got Dustin Hoffman right. and it's got Ian McClellan. Dustin Hoffman is one of the early method actors, which they they do this. They live this way. You know you know and, and it, it seems ridiculous.
0: Okay. Right.
1: Sir e- Sir Ian McClellan, one of the greatest stage actors of all time. You know, very trained, whatever.
0: But he's not method. He's just like a. He doesn't do the method thing. Oh no, no. Sir Ian McClellan does not do the method. He's just at like all. A, He's just like a, a legit actor, so he doesn't. But he's an actor. He doesn't have to like live out in the woods for two months like a crazy person.
1: Exactly. Okay. They're doing this movie together, and there's a there's a terrifying torture scene, right? And so Dustin Hoffman is supposed to look like disheveled and beat up and and just awful, right? So evidently, what he did was he stayed awake for. Two days straight, and like didn't eat or something like that, he was doing very odd things to his body, so he shows up <laughs> he, sh- he shows up for the for this uh, for this day right of shooting, and Sir Ian McClellan goes, "Oh my God, you look like hell what happened and he goes oh i've been um preparing for my role you know i've been i've been getting into the part i've been right trying to uh, trying to get into the mindset mm-hmm. and Sirn McClellan put his hand on his shoulder and he said, "Dustin." You should try acting sometimes. Uh. It's so much easier. And then he just walked off. (laughs) I love that. I mean, he's right. Oh, he's very right. But anyway, yes. So, Tom Hanks, I I dislike you a little bit because of this brand of acting BS.
0: Is he the next one to go? I was thinking thinking Tom Hanks would maybe be one of the ones that could just stay normal. But maybe, is he the next one you think that is going to turn into a Looney Tune? I mean... Is he a Scientologist? Is he up in that? I don't think so. He will soon. It's coming.
1: I mean, I assume he will at some point. Yeah. They're all, they're all into that. Tom Hanks is, is the Toyota Camry of Hollywood. <laughs> I like that. You know that's what I mean? good. Like, you go into his movies, and I don't go into his movies expecting that I'm going to be just blown, like, my, my <laughs> mind <my laughs> no, hole is- a,
0: That's a certain type of movie theater where that happens.
1: I don't go into his movies thinking my mind hole is about to just be just eviscerated, right? Your mind hole. I mean I'm sorry. Screaming at a volleyball. Yeah. It was it was good not great. So I'm really hoping that he doesn't get weird. Oh, PS, this Cloud Atlas movie looks awful. I have already seen a few trailer bits where Tom Hanks plays like a knight <laughs> at one point, <laughs> what and then like it... a co- then like a cockney thief? Like f- an old-time cockney thief? <laughs> I'm like, "What are what are
0: you doing?" What is this? I don't think I know what that movie is.
1: It's basically like what was that movie, Tree of Life or whatever, where it took place like outside of time or throughout time?
0: No, that was, you're thinking of The Fountain?
1: The Fountain. Yeah, that The was Fountain it. was dope, though. I hear Cloud Atlas is like that, but shitty. But crappy. <laughs> it's a shitty, uh, me, it's an aronofsky
0: list me... version of that, yeah.
1: Yes, let me read the plot. All right. Uh, and, and, and tell me if you're super excited. <laughs> an epic story of humankind, first off, red flag. In which the actions and consequences of our lives impact one another throughout the past, present, and future, as one soul is shaped from a murderer into a savior, and a single act of kindness ripples out for centuries to inspire a revolution.
0: Yeah, that sounds, that sounds terrible.
1: It doesn't sound terrible in its basic form well are
0: right but when when i apply what i know about the movie industry and about uh, yes that's when exactly i apply the, the context of this is
1: hollywood to that description it sounds horrible exactly it was originally a book evidently and i feel like that could be a really cool book but i'm sorry when you have tom hanks playing a new world explorer or in the future he's got there's a picture of him with like face paint on in the future writing a a jet thing like a hover, a hovercraft? No, thing. that's, like, you don't happening? need that. No, yeah. it's horrible. That's no, ridiculous. So anyway. Yeah. I will not be watching that
0: movie. I had one more thing while we're on the subject of Hollywood and the Hollywood elite. Okay, bring it home. Have you seen Joaquin Phoenix recently? Is he still bearded and whatnot? That's all over with. He's back to normal now. But dude, he looks so old. Really? He looks so old. He's in this new movie, The Master. Oh, which I hear is not good. Okay, yeah, I don't even... I don't care about... Paul. I tried to watch Magnolia once, and I wanted to kill myself.
1: Oh, I hate Paul Thomas Anderson.
0: Joaquin Phoenix looks so old. He looks like he's aged about 30 years since the last time I... This is another dude. You were talking about Matthew Fox. He just looks so old.
1: That's not good.
0: He looks really old. I saw his picture because I was reading this news popped up where he made, like, a controversial statement. Let me read this to you. It's quick, but I think I think I like this a lot. He's, okay. being, he's being interviewed by... Elvis Mitchell, a film critic in New York, about the Oscars. Okay. So Joaquin Phoenix said, I'm just saying that I think it's bullshit. I think it's total, utter bullshit, and I don't want to be a part of it. I don't believe in it. It's a carrot, but it's the worst-tasting carrot I've ever tasted in my whole life. I don't want this carrot. It's totally subjective. Pitting people against each other? It's the stupidest thing in the whole world. It was one of the most uncomfortable periods of my life when Walk the Line was going through all the awards stuff and all that. I never want to have that experience again. I don't know how to explain it, and it's not like I'm in this place where I think I'm above it, but I just don't ever want to get comfortable with that part of things.
1: I mean, I think that's great. That's pretty awesome, right? My problem with that would be if he made it sound like he did think he was like above the Oscars, but you can tell that it just bo- that that just bothers him. It I like sounds that a lot. pretty
0: honest, like, and I was really prepared to have something to talk about on Podsidon because Joaquin Phoenix made another crazy statement or something, you know, he made another, he did another dopey thing, but. That's, like, the coolest thing he could have said ever. <laughs>
1: that's, yeah, that's no, that's awesome. pretty sweet. It is kind of bullshit, you know? Especially right. when you look at, like, who has won and what you do to win. And... It's fairly meaningless, and it's just Hollywood patting itself on the back.
0: And right. I don't know. This is a guy who has been in that running who's just like, I'm done.
1: I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and whenever I can appreciate something Joaquin Phoenix does, you know, it's important. I, uh... <laughs>
0: well, I have a story. Uh, Ooh! Um, story time. It won't be quite as long and complicated as the one I told you on the last podcast, but it's shorter. But I think it's perhaps more representative of my life. You know how I like my microcosms. Oh. This was a microcosm. This is like. Okay. This story is everything you need to know about Will. I think transpired in this few minutes. Um, nice. First of all, a couple weeks ago, I ordered a bunch of CDs uh, from Relapse Records and they didn't ship immediately so i sort of stopped paying attention to the tracker thing in my email and then and i kind of i sort of forgot that they were on their way and it occurred to me on let's see monday night that i hadn't checked the tracker in a while i go and check it and it says the order status is complete okay so that must mean they're in my mailbox i my intention is to go out and get the mail but i'm already in like my my you know not my world attire, but my house attire. I'm in my, I don't have any shoes on. And I'm just right above the mailboxes, so I don't want to put shoes on because it's... You, you can't... I don't know. I have the time. It, it's like 30 seconds that it would be lost. So I do the thing where I put my feet in the front of my sneakers, but then I, my heel is resting on the back of it and it's pushed down, you know? Oh, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. that technique? Oh, I do. I've got that going on and I'm in like an undershirt and jeans. I go out to, the, to where the mailboxes. I look down and I see a girl with her dog kind of in front of the mailboxes right where my box is. Okay. The girl is, I don't know, 20-something and very attractive. uh uh-huh. um, So I'm like, great. And I'm already self-conscious because of the stupid way my shoes are on as I'm about to walk down and get the mail. Right. But I, I walk up, and I I get near the mailboxes. The dog, you know, senses me. Okay. And I kind of have to... Reach like I'm. I'm standing to the the left side of the mailbox, but I have to reach into the center with my with one hand to get my key to turn the thing and get it. And my mailbox is pretty full. There's a number of things in there. The package is in there, so I.
1: I feel. I feel like I can guess the end of it. Did you rub your penis on this girl?
0: (laughs) Well, that probably would have been better. The word, like. Oh really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me just. I'm. I'm sort of standing to the left side of the mailbox. She's still in the center, sorting through her stuff. The dog is, like, raping my leg. I reach over. I'm, I see that there's a number of things in my mailbox. I, pull, I see that the package is in there, too, so it's kind of bulky. And it's hard to grasp it all with one hand. So I, I, pull, right. I pull it out, and I think I've got all of it. But one falls to the ground. One piece of mail gets blown away to the other side of where the girl is standing. So she... Bends over to pick it up. She she looks at it as she. This all happens in like a few seconds. She looks at it as she's handing it to me, and she has this. And I don't. I, I haven't seen what it is yet. I just saw that it was like postcard shaped, and as she's handing it to me, she has this weird reaction. She looks at it. She has this weird reaction, and I, before I see what it is, I see her weird reaction, and I'm like, what? What is? What could this possibly be? It is a postcard from rightstuff.com now no one's going to know what that is rightstuff.com is an online anime retailer <laughs> the image on this postcard is a cartoon little schoolgirl with a tiny tiny skirt with her, her visible her underwear is visible with enormous oh breasts God. being chased by like a huge robot <laughs> this is the mail that I'm getting this beautiful girl has seen this postcard. I ordered a couple of DVDs from them a few months ago. I've never gotten any mail, any advertisements from them before. This is the first and only time, and it's when this girl bends over to pick it up. Of course. Oh, she told everyone she knows, hey, by the way, right next to the mailboxes, there's this anime porn pervert who lives up. A... All I ordered was, an, was like, a, like a few normal DVDs from them. Because they were running some really good sales, and they're the only place to get a certain show. So, I mean, I see what she's seeing. I turn the reddest shade of red I have ever. Because I'm not expecting this. I don't. I shouldn't have to deal with this. I'm not prepared for them to be sending me pornographic correspondence.
1: I just want to now. I just want to now randomly, like once every few months, just send you like new. <laughs> <laughs> And just hope that, and just oh, hope that people see it, it. Was, or hope that the ma- the mailman thinks you're just the biggest perv like of all time. I mean, it was just any
0: dignity that I had left, which is already a fraction of a fraction of a fraction, is just gone. That was the last stand of Will's last stand in Denver of
1: Will's dignity. It was just yeah, gone, gone forever. I oh, the one moment you could have gotten that that any time in your life. That postcard. Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst thing that has ever <laughs> happened.
0: Oh, Lord. I'm going to be the talk of the complex. You are. There's this sex
1: maniac who lives on the second floor above the mailboxes. He's going to attack you with his penis tentacle monster. God. Wow, that's pretty awful. Thanks,
0: rightstuff.com. Thanks a lot. I'm going to be ordering a lot of stuff from you in the future.
1: I had a, I had oh. a, a situation that was, um, it wasn't as bad, but it was similar. So I ordered a swimming suit for Jillian uh, on Victoria's Secret like a year ago. You know, I, was, I mean, it was a while ago. And I still get like once a week I get emails from them like, you know, oh, lift up for fall. or I, I don't know. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? I, I don't know. It has, a bunch of, it has a bunch of breasts in my face.
0: Yeah, okay. Elevation. Yeah, hello.
1: I, I, ju- I usually just, uh, you know, delete them or whatever or whatever, yeah. Jillian what has been wanting a comfortable pair of sweatpants, however. Like sleep pants, you know. Okay. House pants, as it were. She told me a while back that Victoria's Secret had really comfortable like silk pajama pants. So, one day at my work, this thing popped up. And so I click on it. I click on the email. And then I don't remember what happened, but uh, I didn't go to Victoria's Secret's website or whatever. It was just on my email. You know, it was just but, but it was you know how Gmail, it fills your screen. It was women in like bra and these pants because oh the reason I clicked on it was because it said something like sleepwear or something so it made me think oh maybe they have a sale on these pants or something right okay so something happened maybe I got a phone call I don't remember exactly what happened but I, I ended up being away from my desk for a small period of time and so my desk is in a perfect position for like being a super creeper it's position <laughs> it's position so if someone walks in it's facing directly away from the door. They have to go around my desk to look at my okay, computer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got a
0: good you're, – you're posted up well in that place.
1: So I, I, I walk out, and my boss comes uh, – not my boss boss, but this woman I work with, kind of my boss. Pretty cool, thank God. <laughs> she was down. She looks at Victoria's Secret emails too. Uh, probably. I assume. I don't know. So anyway, we go in. She wants to get this form from my computer with an instruction sheet on how to download some type of – program for the School of Social Work. So I'm like, sure, it's right on my computer. So she walks with me to my desk, and it's black. You know, it's in screensaver mode. <laughs> so uh, I, I move <laughs> the mouse. She's sitting right next to me. Boom! <laughs> Skinly clad boobies. Okay. So I'm like, she of, she of course she thinks I'm looking at porn at work. I'm going to get fired. I'm sure she thought it was hilarious, because I'm like really dramatic. Like, oh, I got this email. I'm on my email. I got this email. <laughs> I said, I said email like seven times. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I got to get these spam emails all
0: crazy I'll... in my inbox, yeah. So anyway. What did she, did she say? What did she say?
1: She didn't say a single word. She didn't laugh.
0: She left you alone to continue masturbating, She yeah. just
1: left me alone with my thoughts.
0: And your penis, yeah. So, my,
1: of course, my thoughts went later from, oh, my God, that was embarrassing, to, well, now, even if she thinks, oh, it was just a spam email, she knows that I bought something from Victoria's Secret. Which makes me uncomfortable. I don't like people thinking that. You're
0: married. That's, that's not – that is not the worst outcome of that.
1: No. <laughs> no, 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 no. The no. other
0: outcome is worse.
1: Oh, no. The other outcome is much worse. But even that makes me incredibly uncomfortable. So anyway, that was my, that was my pervert story because she either thinks I'm a super perv looking at pictures of Victoria's Secret models or just a Victoria's Secret shopper, which is weird.
0: Let me see what else was going on. Did you, are you reading about Goodyear Tires? Do you know what they're up to? Did you see this thing?
1: No, I've, I've heard nothing about them.
0: So last month, Goodyear Tires apparently sent letters offering free driving lessons to Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes. <laughs> the letters said that Goodyear is, I guess they sent kind of an identical letter to both parties, <laughs> both concerned parties or concerning parties. Sorry to hear about your latest driving mishaps. Mishaps. And that they understand that driving can be a real challenge.
1: Oh my god.
0: The letters apparently offered to fly the actresses out to the company's headquarters for private lessons with their professional drivers. Quote, no paparazzi allowed, end quote. So that's pretty awesome.
1: I'm I'm a huge fan of that.
0: How slick is that move though? Because now I want to buy Goodyear tires and I would never have even considered you know, I don't I'm not even I wasn't even in my wheelhouse of what I might buy of something i might spend my money on.
1: Right, exactly.
0: Can can this become yeah. like a new genre of of advertisement or pr or whatever where we can I hope so. I really hope that's what i was thinking. I but really But
1: it is, it especially works though with in in a in a in an industry that's pretty devoid of like in, branding. You know what i mean? Right. Like you know goodyear tires because of the blimp, you know firestone type deal. I guess so, yeah. But when I go to buy a tire, like there are a ton of brands I don't know about. Right. They all look like a tire. <laughs> it's a tire, right. Who knows? Right. It's just a tire. So this is gr- perfect, though, because for most people who aren't concerned with tires, this puts a tire company on
0: their mind. Yeah. The next time I have to get tires, I'm like, Goodyear Tires did something fresh. I'm, I'm going to. I hope that this can become a thing. A company, a random company out of the clear blue sky that wants to get their name out there. All they do is make fun of something that a doofus celebrity did, and that's how they get their exposure.
1: Yeah. Do
0: you have any stories from that wedding, by the way, before we move on to something else? Or? Well,
1: I got crazy drunk and danced like an idiot. Okay. <laughs> but but yes. So we, we this wedding went to in, in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital. Uh, <laughs> that one.
0: Not the other Washington, D.C.
1: Uh, I'm talking about the Washington, D.C. that is where our government is seated, not the washington dc in ohio and we went for a weekend because it's pretty far we had to fl- we flew there um <laughs> gotta uh stay with my uncle for the fr- we got on a friday we did some sightseeing this wedding was on a saturday right you have an uncle out there yeah he works for the state department he's actually uh, a badass like he's in- he's incredible i forgot about that he uh uh worked in the serbia macedonia thing he got a uh, medal from clinton
0: can i get him on the podcast
1: instead of you next time uh no <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm gonna call him up. Um, I could get both. We can we can do a dual ticket, a double header. A dual ticket. <laughs> a dual ticket. What, so, what is it that
0: lingo? How about your Hollywood showbiz lingo? We're gonna. I'm gonna be on a dual <laughs> ticket with my uncle. He and I are doing a dual <laughs> ticket, a joint ticket show.
1: Oh my god! So we go to this wedding, right? It's at a, a beautiful, a beautiful place, but. The bride had a number of last minute cancellations. Oh. And there's nothing ab- bad about the couple. The couple they're a very cool couple, they're some of our best friends here. But it was it was things like, you know, people uh just couldn't make it for a variety of reasons. She invited like six other people from Boston mm-hmm. and only one other guy can make it. Uh this guy named Craig, who's also uh like a pretty cool guy. Um so anyway <laughs> like J. K.
0: Rowling, he's a fairly he's a fairly
1: cool guy. he's 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 not dreadful. <laughs> he's, yeah. We actually describe him as the um, the will Great, of thank Harvard you. Law that's School. That's good. Yeah, his room has literally two mattresses stacked on top of each other. Okay. Uh, a pile of a pile of books, which is his nightstand. Yep. And one poster from a museum he got like in college. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Of like the most boring painting. It's a painting of like a red square with a green outline. That's it. That's a pretty. That's a... And it's like a, It's like a. It's a poorly hung poster of that. It's a pretty Spartan existence. Yes. Um, so we went with with Craig, Jillian, myself, and Craig were the only people at this wedding that from Harvard. So we go there. These people are known for like their love of food, huge foodies, big alcohol people, big like cocktails. They love to make fancy cocktails. So we're like, oh man, the wedding is going to be pretty, pretty, as the kids say, dope. Mm-hmm. The kids. So we go. The food is awesome. The service is incredibly short. Um, but it's in a beautiful location. Uh, the wedding is uh, the food is awesome. I had steak with potatoes au gratin. The problem I have with this wedding, however, is they're bit into indie music, right? Uh oh. So.
0: Oh, that would give me, I think, a full meltdown.
1: Well, typically, I enjoy at weddings. I enjoy music that I would not typically listen to on my iPod. But I mean, you're talking me about is, with dancing and so forth. Exactly, because right. at a wedding, you don't want you don't want to just eat and then just like stand there no, right? so you have to be festive to you have to be, gotta be there in, there the, in the mood right right so you want to have like swing dancing or big band or like even modern pop hits that everyone knows salsa dancing, right? salsa would be cool <laughs> uh, although i would look like a jackass but anyway i'm thinking back to 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 Jillian and my wedding where you were like everyone was pretty drunk although we provided them with spiked cider which was 87% rum but <laughs> you guys you guys got it done um but i mean, but I mean a the lot spot. of people were inebriated, which is how you're supposed to be at a wedding, right? I, I agree. I think that was pretty good. So they had great alcohol, like a full bar. It was awesome. Okay. So I, of course, Jillian and myself and Craig, commenced to just drinking like fiends. I don't know what came over us, but we just consumed inordinate amounts of alcohol. That's good. But we were like the only people that danced the entire night. It was the one of the weirdest I evidently took one uh, Craig's phone and texted very weird things. To people, I evidently, I evidently took some ecstasy. <laughs> well, no, like I texted. I texted one of his best friends. Let's have a naked party with donuts. I, no, I don't. I have no idea about this. I don't remember. <laughs> so anyway. that's awesome. Right, well, um, that's the
0: best party. Hey, do you hear Dustin's having a naked party with donuts? Let's get over there.
1: Another guy texted him, Hey, we're at Dupont Circle.
0: <laughs> That's where the naked party's going down. It's at DuPont. Roll over.
1: Well you know you know you know DuPont, it's a place. D U P O N T.
0: Yeah, I thought it I thought it was like an aluminum siding company. It's a place though?
1: I think it's it's the name of a man, of a person. Yeah, like who is okay. well known. Like Alexander anyway, DuPont. This guy texts hey, we're at DuPont Circle. Kay. And I texted him back. I also don't remember this. I'll do your pont. <laughs> 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 That's pretty
0: good. Um this sounds, like so, a, sounds like a pretty good wedding.
1: But, but this is one of my few memories opposed to drinking is Craig, Jillian, and myself in the middle of this giant circular dance floor just jumping, like just, just jumping like idiots. Yeah, that's good. While all of these people are just like standing around drinking alcohol
0: so slowly and boringly. What was there, could you determine any reason why no one else was dancing or was it just?
1: I think it's just there were a lot of lame people. There were a number of times when people would come up to dance at times, but we were the only real consistent dancing force. Mm-hmm. So anyway, got super drunk, went to uh, went to that place, which was awesome, and then we went to another another bar afterward, which was exactly what needed to happen. Sure. And where the entire thing was like neon green, it was the weirdest scenario I've ever seen. Uh, I heard uh, a couple of youth out front talking about how <laughs> a couple uh, of youth. <laughs> there were a couple of youth as we walked up. There was a there were a couple of youth, and they were like. <laughs> And this is, this is <laughs> As best I can remember This was the quote that I heard Dog you always know I got your back Don't worry dog Forever And it was like One of the more touching moments I've ever I've ever It was like <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's got his back Forever man Like what a great thing To say to somebody I love it It's
0: awesome We've Got each other's back
1: Yeah but, uh, BT Dubs BT uh, Dougs Unless you're watching Your weird hentai porn uh, I've got your back as well Oh thank you Thank you for that